Have you ever gone after a dream most people would never even try? That was me. I'm Caroline Gardner, a single mom of three, who thought I could never accomplish something like a triathlon until I did, and everything changed. This is a show about people who dare to go after their dreams, especially when met with life's adversities. So let's go find out why we try. Hey guys, welcome back to the Why We Try podcast. This is Zone One with your host, me, Caroline. All right, we start every episode with your favorite beverage. Did you bring yours? I'll give you a moment to go ahead and grab it. And in the meantime, I'll share with you what's in store for you in this episode. First, I'm gonna share with you the two beverages I'm bringing in tonight. What is helping me stay hydrated and refreshed during these entrances of the holiday season that is upon us. Halloween is around the corner. And before we know it, all the holidays are going to be here. So what am I doing to stay hydrated in a healthy way? Next, I'm going to share with you a special announcement from Clash USA. They're extending something very special just for my Why We Try listeners and the Why We Try members in the community. So I'm going to give you some information there. After that, we're going to do what I like to call reflection. I like to reflect on the previous guest, share with you reviews that you guys have left. So thank you for those. And after that, I'm going to talk a little bit about moms who try. A while back, I started an Instagram account called moms who try Miami. And actually it's in competition with the why we try podcast Instagram account. It's funny. I only started that one like two years ago and the numbers are up. Anyway, I want to get real. That's what I want to do. I want to get real like Barbara Walters. I want to I get real with how moms try. Recently, I've been realizing and talking to many moms. Many moms have reached out to me on social media and saying, how the heck are you training for a 70.3 with all that you have going on? So I want to talk a little bit about that because, well, I need to get honest with you. It's been hell. So we'll talk a little bit about that in there. And then finally, we've got to introduce the next episode guest. I can't wait to share with you this badass female that's going to come in here and talk to us about some crazy race that she did. I mean, she's partaken in quite a few different races, but the one that she is going to talk to us about is just insane. All right, let's get going. First and foremost, I just did a trainer ride for two hours and like 10 minutes. It's a little late. I think it's like 10 o'clock right now or no, 1030. So I'm coming in right now with a recovery beverage. So let's go. Can you guys hear that? I like to drink Tailwind. I prefer Tailwind over other recovery beverages, mainly because I like the flavor. Also, it is vegan, which I like. I like to, I'm not a vegan, but I, I like that my recovery beverage is not from an animal source. I just, I prefer the vegan over way. And also it's gluten-free. So as you guys heard in our last podcast with Dr. Tom O'Brien, it's got me thinking, oh my gosh, I'm like paying attention to everything that has gluten in it now. Wheat is everywhere, guys. Uh, anyway, this chocolatey deliciousness is my first beverage tonight. So got to get a little pop there. Oh my gosh, so good. Chocolatey goodness. Love it. And just as a little tip, I like to bring a little cooler bag with me on my training days. Let's say I have to go to the track 
let's say tomorrow, for example, of a swim and bridges, bridge repeats, what we call them. So going up and down, literally up and down the bridge. I like to bring a cooler bag, stick in there, just like a lunchbox that you would bring for your kids. I bring one for myself. And in there, I put an ice pack. I put some cold water. I throw in a little package of the the tailwind. Otherwise, you can just pre-measure it and put throw it in a Ziploc bag. And that way, right when I'm done with my training, you know, you have to get in the car. I don't want to stop. I don't want to spend extra money. I can just have it and it's cold and it's just a nice reward. All right. The second beverage I'm bringing in is LaCroix. This is a sparkling water. I love LaCroix. It's one of my favorites. I don't know. It's just the flavor is just different than San Pellegrino for me. I know I've had a guest, my very dear friend, Hugo, who loves San Pellegrino. I like LaCroix the best. I haven't tried Bubbly. I want to try them. If you guys have any recommendations of other sparkling waters that I need to try, let me know. This one is a black raspberry. My friend Amanda from the team brought a whole bunch of different flavors. Normally, I like the lime one. All right, so I love that sound. I like to pour it over ice. Uh, Yes. All right. Just sounds happy. I like LaCroix because... I'm not really, it's not a big deal if it has calories, but it has zero calories. It also has no sodium. I know from experience San Pellegrino has sodium in it, and this has absolutely nothing in it. (laughs) It has actually absolutely nothing. Only carbonated water and naturally essence. So I don't know what's giving it the berry flavor, right? I guess we'll find out one day. All right. Cheers, guys. Okay. As promised, special announcement from Clash USA. If you guys have been thinking about doing the Clash Daytona, it's coming up. I highly recommend you going over to their website right now. If you're driving, pull over. You don't want to miss this special announcement for for just my listeners, for why we try listeners. What you're going to do is you're going to go on to www.clash-usa.com. You're going to hit register now, and you're going to look at the upcoming races. The first one is Clash Daytona, next Clash Miami, after that Clash Watkins Glen, and finally Clash Atlanta. For the first announcement, you're going to hit Daytona. Guys, December 3rd, December 4th, and December 5th in Daytona, Florida. There are quite a few events going on in Daytona. They have kids triathlon. Which is, on, which is on December 3rd. They have a 5K run walk. December 4th is the professional athlete race, so the pros are coming in. And they just put up all the pros, the list of who is going to be there. And oh my gosh, so prize purse is $100,000 for the best athletes in the world, which is really cool. Very, very interesting. There is a huge group that's coming in there. So you have to check them out on Instagram so you can see the full list of the pros that are coming. On that particular day, they are also having the sprint distance triathlon, and that's the one I'm going to partake in. They also have a sprint distance uh, duathlon on that same day, December 4th. On December 5th, they have a middle distance triathlon and a middle distance duathlon. So what are you waiting for, guys? Now is your opportunity to take 10% off of your race up until two weeks before the race that is coming in November there. So you want to make sure you go on. And when it comes to the point where you have to enter in a code, well, I'm going to give you that code. But first, you have to go to my website. I need you guys to go ahead and enter www.whywetry.com. 
Co. It takes a while to say it. Uh, .co in order to enter your email. Once you send me your email information, the prompts there, I will make sure to send you over the 10% discount code. That way you guys can take advantage of that. Have you ever been stuck? And I'm not talking about on the side of the road with a flat tire or in a monsoon out while you're out running. No, I'm talking about in life. Life is going to throw you curveballs. Life is going to get mucky and you might get stuck. Isn't it nice to know when you have someone who sends down that branch to pull you out of that muck? Well, for me during quarantine, Build Your Life Resume and 30 Days of Excellence, their 30 Days of Excellence program did just that. I was stuck inside. Where could I go? I couldn't meet regularly with my friends or with my tri club. It was really depressing. And I didn't want to overwhelm all of my friends and family with all the drama that was going on in my life. I needed something fresh. I needed some advice from individuals who knew what it was like to fall down over and over and over again, feel completely stuck. Build Your Life Resume and their program, 30 Days of Excellence, provided just that. It provided a platform where you're connected with thousands of other people across the globe who want to better themselves for their health, for their fitness, and for their mind. Jesse Itzler, Mark Brown, and Chad Wright created this amazing space for us to all join and support one another. On top of it, they come in every Wednesday and provide oh, a guest list that is like none other. We get to see firsthand with some of the world's champions like Olympic swimmer, author, and speaker, Katie Hoff, Pre Williams, the Achieving Peak Performance Coach, and of course, most recently, the Ironman champion, Chris Nakik. What an amazing conversation. These aren't just interviews where you're listening. These are live Zoom meetings where you get to, in the chat, ask questions, and they do read them. Go on to BYLR.com, scroll down to 30 Days of Excellence, and sign up for your 50% off for 30 days with the code TRI, that's capital TRI, and help yourself become unstuck. Okay, and now for the special announcement from Clash USA. Clash USA has quite a few events coming up, and their first one is in December, December 3rd through December 5th, and it is Clash Daytona. I want you guys to go over to www.clash hyphen usa.com. Once you're there, click register now and you can see the upcoming races. From there, you can see Clash Daytona, Clash Miami, Clash Watkins Glen, and Clash Atlanta. Clash Daytona is the first one that's coming up, as I mentioned, December 3rd through December 5th. Now, for those of you that are beginners, what the heck is triathlon? I highly, highly recommend checking out Clash Daytona. And this is why, or Clash Miami for that matter. And this is why they have made it their main priority. As you heard Bill Christie say in our episode earlier, 
family is important to them. It is the utmost important part of putting all these races together. And the first thing that pops up when you click on Clash Daytona is December 3rd, Kids Triathlon. There's going to be a Kids Triathlon for kids ages 7 and up to be part of their Kids uh, Triathlon race. Then underneath that, they have a 5K run walk. All right, so that's December 3rd. December 4th is going to be the pro athlete race. And for that, the pros, the list is incredible of all the athletes that are coming. Go onto their Instagram and you can see the list of pros that are going to be racing in Clash Daytona. You don't want to miss them. The prize purse right now is set at $100,000 for those pros. Then on the same day, December 4th, the Sprint Distance Triathlon, which is the one that I'm going to participate in, and also the Sprint Distance Duathlon is on that same day. After that, December 5th, they have the Middle Distance Triathlon. So that is going to be the longer distance, right? So I'm just going to try and get the correct mileage here for you. So it's 1.2 mile swim, a 56 mile bike and 6.5 mile run. So it's a little bit different than some of the other races that we've heard of. And then there's the middle distance duathlon. So that is on December 5th. Now, because you guys are my amazing listeners, I am going to give you the code that Clash extended to my very special listeners. You can go onto that website, click register for any one of those races, and enter WWT1010. So WWT as in Tom, and then the number 10. Make sure you guys enter that code and stay tuned because we will be having a code special for Miami Challenge. Watkins Glen. And stay tuned because we will be getting a special code for Clash Miami, Clash Watkins Glen, and of course, Clash Atlanta, which I cannot wait for next year in November. Now, moving right along, we are going on to our reflections. First, I'm going to grab a sip of my beverage. Cheers, guys. Reflections. Last episode, we had Dr. Tom O'Brien come in here, pretty much blow me away with all the information that he has in both of his books autoimmune fix and how you can fix your brain. These books are just a wealth of knowledge and the way that he breaks everything down, guys, I need things step by step. I don't learn very well by things being thrown at me in terms that I just don't understand. You know, I didn't go to school to be a doctor, so I need professionals to to break it down for me. And as you heard in the other episode with Dr. Tom O'Brien and I, he really does that. He's really, really got a great way of breaking things down for his patients. And he's experienced personally what these horrible autoimmune diseases do, not only to his mom, you know, he, he faced that with his mom, but also himself. So it was wonderful to sit down with him and a bit overwhelming. Okay. I, I'm going to admit that it gets overwhelming. There is a moment where I started reading in his second book about, and he mentioned it as well, about plastics and, and what's going on with, with our plastic. Are we back here again? I'm thinking, 
I remember when my 16, my now 16 and 15 year old were little and I'm sure it was on the news. I don't know what channel. And they were talking about all of the crap that was in our plastic. And for some odd reason along the timeline and craziness of my life, I went back to plastic. I, I did. I started throwing it in my dishwasher. I microwave it. I, I have to be honest with you guys. Like I just, I don't know, it got busy <laughs> life. And in rereading these, this book that gave me information or rather revisiting the information that I knew from years ago as a mom, as a young mom, learning that, you know, we have to be careful with all the plastic that our kids are around. Why did I think that went away? I, I don't know. And now it's been 20, you know, or 16 rather, 16, 15 years. And what's, what's going to happen 15 years from now? So I'm going to put on my Instagram a link for you guys to see the things that I ordered because I did. I got rid of my plastic and I ordered all glass containers. And now I have kids and they go to school. <laughs> and I was a little nervous at first because I was like, oh gosh, how am I going to, how am I going to send them to school with glass containers? Well, they do make a bunch of different options out there now. And the way I looked at it is that actually I go through plastic and the money that I spend on plastic, it's, they don't last that long. So with glass, those containers last. And for my older children, one of which in her school, they have a microwave. So it actually works out better because she can just microwave her stuff and move right along. So that was something that I got out of the books that Dr. Tom O'Brien wrote. I mean, I got a wealth of knowledge about gluten and I, I definitely understand more now than I did before. I actually had, I wanted to read a response that someone had posted on Instagram. Let's see here. All right. So Christina Sullivan from CSP Headshots wrote, oh, wow. I feel like I just took a course in nutrition, anatomy, all of it. He broke that down so incredibly well. Thank you for sharing this. Hey, Christina, what's up? Uh, guys, if you ever need any headshots for, for your job or for, for work, definitely uh, go check out Christina Sullivan. She has helped me with my headshots in the past. CSP underscore headshots is where you can find her on Instagram. Thank you so much, Christina. Yes, I loved how Dr. Tom broke down our digestive system. I mean, I know it's there, <laughs> right? We know our digestive system is there. I especially know it after about an hour and a half of running. My digestive system is saying, hey, dude, you didn't prepare and now you're going to pay for it. Or let's say, you know, you eat something and you're like, what the heck? Why is my body not handling this well? Something that I've noticed and I don't know if it's because I read his books and then all of a sudden I started paying attention. I have been getting, I never get headaches. I've never, ever, ever gotten headaches. And for the past month, I, you know, September into October, I've been going through a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff has kind of come up in my life 
and emotionally dealing with some things and a lot of transitioning going on, right? It's the year of the metamorphosis. And that was my word of the year. And man, some stuff has come my way, right? I lose the dog. Well, let's just start at the beginning of the year, right? It's like a country song my life has turned into. I got a divorce. I lost my dog. I moved. Okay. And then there's some other things that that popped up. It was great. And not to get into to those personal things here. I'll save that for that interview that I'm going to have one of these days. I noticed that my eating habits just went to shit. I was just like, you know what? I want chips. And you know what? I want whatever I want. Comfort food, right? That word, comfort food, just saying it actually makes me want to curl up and binge watch television. And I had a lot on my to-do list for schoolwork. A lot of the interviews that you're hearing right now came quickly, boom, 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 one after another. And so I found myself not moving, not getting out for even 30 minutes, guys, not even 30 minute walk. I wasn't doing it. And the food that I was eating, I tried to do fruit till noon. Jesse Itzler, who I talk about a lot from 30 Days of Excellence and Build Your Life Resume, he talks about eating fruit until noon in the morning. Well, I did try this, but I wasn't very successful because I found myself by 12 o'clock wanting whatever I could get my hands on. I have to revisit that and I have to sit down and see what is going to work for me. I'm going to share with you in a little bit what I've made a decision on. But first and foremost, I do think there's something to be said about what Dr. Tom O'Brien was talking about as far as what is at the end of our fork. We know it. We hear about it. I just don't want to go on a diet. I don't want to count my calories. I don't want to take pictures of my food every 10 seconds. I've never been that person and I never want to be that person. I know that I have to be conscious. I know that I have to make better decisions. I know that I have to stop buying candy because it's Halloween. No, no, no. And I'm only getting the candy that I like because, well, my kids have told me when I buy a certain bag, they're like, no, we don't like that one. So I know who's eating it. It's me. And I guess thinking about that and understanding, okay, one, I'm going through a down time. I'm getting hit with some emotional stuff that's coming my way. And at the same time, I'm filling myself with shit that's just not going to help me process anything. Boom. I I totally stepped away from my training. And that's where I want to talk about moms who try. So moms who try is a Moms Who Try Miami, rather, is an Instagram account that I started a couple years back after I did my, maybe my second Ironman, my second, not full, my second 70.3 Ironman. I wanted to start sharing my experiences because I was really proud of myself. And at the same time, I was dealing in a relationship that really was like just stagnant and not stagnant, but actually just very unhappy. And the support that I was getting was just static, a lot of static and a lot of resentment. I'll just put it that way towards triathlon. And, and probably rightfully so, because all of my energy was going towards triathlon, my triathlon friends. I was building a space for myself where I had been working, living, eating, breathing the business that we had shared. Now I was shifting over to this other group of people. And so, yeah, I mean, that's going to happen. I remember being at one of my kids' functions. I was always volunteering at school. I volunteered all the time because before 2016, I was working. 
And so I remember my daughter in kindergarten, after I had our third daughter, she said in one of our, one of her presentation, I love, like she listed everybody that she loves and why she loves them. And when she got to me, she said, I love my mom. She works a lot. And it broke my heart. It broke my heart because I was spreading myself so thin between work and their activities and their life. And there was no space for me. There was no space for me. So after I left the company and started spending more time in triathlon, I had time. I had a little more time to go to their activities. So when I would go to the activities, a lot of times I would be wearing a visor or a hat. At drop-off, I'd be wearing my triathlon kit because my bike was on the back of my truck and I'd be going to train. My kids <laughs> had this mom that went from working and dressing accordingly in the business suit with heels, skirts, whatever, to a mom who was more sporty. I wouldn't say that I looked completely athletic, but I was definitely sporting some lycra. <laughs> and I loved it. I liked it a lot. I finally had found confidence in myself, whether it looked good or not, I don't care. I felt like it looked good. And I got a lot of comments from different moms about certain things and almost started feeling bad about the fact that I wasn't working and I was having time to go take care of myself. And I started going down this hole and I wondered how are there moms out there that don't work, that are stay-at-home moms who balance their time, how do they not feel guilty that they're not working? but yet they're taking care of everything at home. I mean, that is a job. It is a huge job. I mean, if you think about it, you pay people to do the job that a stay-at-home mom does. So we know that it's a lot of work. And why is it that I was starting to feel all this guilt? Why am I feeling guilt that I finally have the time and energy and the finances, which I worked my ass off for, to go and be and do all these things that I wanted to do? And so where maybe there was resentment on one side of the relationship, there was resentment building on the other side of the relationship as well, on my end. And with having these relationships with moms, I met so many different moms who would ask me questions about triathlon. One very special friend of mine comes to mind is Cassandra. So Cassandra, if you're listening, you better be listening. I met her on a group that was started, a group of moms that was started by Maggie Rivera. Hello, Maggie. You better be listening too. She started a running group at one year. We were going to do this half marathon and she was so excited. She was going to get a whole bunch of women to do half marathon in Miami that had never done it before. So this was before I had started triathlon. I, I kept thinking about it, but I just... I don't know. I was so nervous. I wasn't sure. Should I sign up? Should I not sign up? And I was so nervous. I was like, should I sign up? Should I not sign up? I'd get so freaked out by the water. We live 10 minutes from the ocean and I had major anxiety, panic attacks when it comes to getting out into the water. And at the time after we had had our third daughter, my ex decided that would be a great time to get a boat. Yeah. And I was terrified of that boat. I was absolutely terrified. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I think about it now and I'm like, man, I really, I really could have enjoyed it. No, at the time I didn't know how to swim really well. And all I envisioned was that boat sinking and three kids on my back 
trying to swim to shore. Actually, the boat did sink almost. It did take on water and then it was sold. So people say your favorite day, a boat is there's two, the day you buy it and the day you sell it. I wanted to share with you my experience of getting signed up into triathlon. So I'm here, I'm running with Cassandra, who I'm meeting for the very first time in this group that my friend Maggie started, which by the way, we ended up calling smelly cats. So that was fantastic because <laughs> we were a bunch of smelly cats. That was the reality of it. So every Saturday morning we would meet really early and for those of my teammates listening, yes, I, I would get there early. Of course, there would be times that I might be a little bit late. And Cassandra stuck, just stuck, you know, she just stood out to me. She really stood out to me with her ability to show up for herself. Quite a few different days of running, she would break down. I just, I watched this person who had never run more than maybe, I don't know, she'd have to tell you five miles maybe was the maximum that she'd ever run before, I think. And with every weekend that she would hit another milestone, sometimes she'd come with like a tutu all dressed up, like silly with like her big headphones would be on and she'd start singing out there. And something inside of me was like, man, I miss that. I miss that about running. Running for me at that point had kind of just like fizzled out. I wasn't as excited about it as I once was. And I wanted that again. I wanted to feel what it felt like when you first start believing in yourself. And that's what was happening. Cassandra was believing in herself and she wasn't looking back. She was going full speed ahead. I went out running with her one time and she started crying on the run. And I was like, are you okay? And we both had an understanding that we would run and we would talk a little bit. And then we'd get to a point where we're like, all right, bye. I'm not talking to you anymore. I got I to gotta focus. And she would hum or she would just, she started crying. And I asked her like, is everything all right? And she said, everything's wonderful. Like I have never felt this amazing, this connection. Like everything makes sense to me. I thought that was so beautiful and incredible. And I wanted that. I wanted what she had. How do I get that? <laughs> so I would see these cyclists every morning, right? On the route that we would run through Coco Plum and Coconut Grove, uh, we would see these cyclists and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to be one of those. I want to wear Lycra and I want to get on a bike and I want to ride. And I was too scared to do it. So finally we did this half uh, marathon and Cassandra couldn't do it. She got so sick. She had like walking pneumonia. She was, or bronchitis, I think. And she, she was just dog sick. She couldn't do it. She showed up to cheer for us in the rain and she was so pissed that she couldn't do it. Shorter version of the story. I ended up signing up around that time for the South Beach sprint distance triathlon. And because of her that I actually pushed the button, her and another friend, April, who is now April Tampa, before she was, I was going to say April Lagat, she was a babysitter to my kids and a swim instructor. And then she has since gotten married and has a baby that my kids babysit for. And she had told me that she was going to do a triathlon. So she actually introduced me to, back then, the Miami Tri Club was called Alien Endurance. I just thought about how amazing it is when moms come together and lift one another up. 
So with that said, what I want to share with you is that more females are becoming involved in the world of triathlon. We've seen a spike in the number of women that are coming forward of all different ages who want to participate in triathlon, which is amazing and awesome. And as a mom who tries, I want to encourage other moms out there who have thought about this and just not sure where, where would they start? You know, where do they begin? Well, like anything, you start at the beginning. And one thing I want to share, or actually a couple things I want to share here with you. BritishTriathlon.org shares more females are involved in triathlon than ever before. In 2018, there's an article here that says British triathlon has reported a surge in female involvement within the sport, now seeing more females than males take on triathlon as a novice. So that's pretty cool. TeamUSA.org says back in March of 2020, the female presence in triathlon is powerful and it's only getting stronger, especially in the US. This makes me very happy to hear. There's lots of different articles out there where we're seeing an increase in females getting out there and believing in themselves, signing up for something. Maybe you started with a 5K and now you want to do a half uh, marathon. Good for you. I want to talk to you about a triathlon. Where would a mom who tries begin? Well, I would say a sprint distance. Sprint distance is a great place to start. And the sprint distance is usually 400 to 500 yards for the swim portion. It's usually a 10 to 12 mile bike ride. And then it's finished with a 5K, which is a 3.1 mile run. So with that said, here are three steps that you can take towards your goal. Before you take any of these steps, I would revisit your circle. I've talked about your circle before, and I've told you, be very aware of who is in your circle and who needs to be on the outskirts of your circle. (laughs) So the reason I say it like that is because when you are thinking of signing up for something, My coach, Coach Andy Clark, once sat me down when I pulled out of 70.3 Puerto Rico. I was uh, going to be doing this race and it just got to be too much going on with the family. A conflict arose between me and my ex and I was torn. I was torn between going to this race and having there be a big blowout emotionally and and participating in a race that I worked really hard for. So I backed out and he said to me some really important words, which were a triathlon is about you and you only. And it really hit home. I know I've talked about this before. It really hit home that I was signing up to do something where I was going to have to survive in the water with like hundreds of people. And It wasn't like I was getting on that boat and like jumping in for a quick dip to have a Corona. (laughs) No, it was survival. And then I was going to get on my bike, which would also be survival because you're clipping in and that can be really overwhelming when you've never done that before. And then of course running. I mean, let's just put that at the end, right? So when he said it that way, like no one else. It's not about anybody else. Like your day on that, whatever distance, that triathlon 
doesn't matter the distance. It's all about you. Yes, internally, you're going to be thinking about so many different things, and that's just the beauty of it. You can think of your kids' faces, and then you'll just smile. You can think of a family member or friend who really means a lot to you, fur baby. I know I think, and I will be thinking of my dog. That is your time to let your mind go where it wants to, but it's still about you and focusing on yourself, not where the kids, where the fur babies, who's taking care of this, that, and the other. No, no, it's not about your job. It's not about your car payment or your mortgage payment or anything. It's not about what your mom needs from you or your dad needs from you. It's not about what Uncle Joe needs from you. It's not about how you pissed your, you know, partner off. Nope. It's not about them. It's about you. So here are the three things that I recommend doing when you are on this adventure. So you're thinking about signing up for a sprint triathlon. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Well done. You have taken the first step in going for it, doing something different just for yourself. Okay. As you begin, here are some additional steps you need to take. One, the swim. Look for a local pool. This is something I highly recommend. Maybe you're close to a YMCA, LA Fitness. Before you start getting into those big gyms that can be really pricey and expensive, look more towards a local swimming community swimming pool or YMCA. They have really, really good deals and you need to be mindful of what you're spending because triathlon is three sports, not one. So I would recommend doing that. Number two, bike. Okay, your bike. You know, you and I both know that everybody went and bought bikes. Now, if you went and got a bike with a pretty, bit, with a pretty basket on the front, by all means, you can do a sprint with that beautiful bike with the basket on the front. You might take forever in the sense of it'll be more difficult. It'll be a lot more work taking that beach cruiser. But hey, the more resistance, the more you're going to work, right? So you can do it. You can take that bike. You can also take a mountain bike, a gravel bike, um, a road bike, any kind of bike you have, you can actually take on uh, a sprint distance triathlon. So you don't have to start getting all overwhelmed. Like if you don't have a bike where you clip in yet, don't stress it. It's okay. You can actually do sprint distances and some people do Olympic distances, which are a little bit longer with a bike you don't clip in on. So just eliminate that from your mind right now. If it's stressing you out, that's the reason you're not signing up. It's gone. Now you don't have that re excuse anymore. If you're interested in bikes, look up your local bike shops. You know, here in Miami, I adore Max Cycle, their female family run business. I love going in there. I enjoy every single person that they have that works there, especially the bike techs in the back. They're very, very helpful. In a bike shop, you're going to find people who have a wealth of knowledge. Of course, they're going to want to try and sell you stuff. That's their job. But if you do a little research on your own outside before you go in there, understand what it is that you're looking for. If you, like me, were looking at these amazing people on their bikes and you just, you wanted to be in that position 
which a tri bike is a different position than a road bike, for example, then you've got to do a little research. But if you're just starting out and you're doing a sprint, don't, don't jump. Okay. Don't jump to the most expensive bike. Don't jump to the most crazy thing. Just hold on one thing at a time. First, finish your first sprint and see how you feel. Okay. Now we're going to go on to the run. Step three, run or walk, whatever. It doesn't matter. What if I told you that? What if I told you you can run and walk on a triathlon? Would that just blow your mind? Well, you actually can, and it's totally okay. What I recommend for running is twofold. One, I would recommend really an investment on good running shoes. Don't call it sneakers. My coach Andy hates it when people call them sneakers. (laughs) Call them running shoes. Invest in a good pair. I know they're expensive. I know they're ridiculously expensive out there. Your body needs good, supportive running shoes. And you need them for walking too. So just invest in it because where you're not spending on the bike, put it on those shoes. Your body is going to be making impact with the pavement. Your knees are going to be thankful. Your hips are going to be thankful over the years. So make sure you do look at and look at local running shops. Footworks here in Sunset in Miami and South Miami is one of my favorites. It's again, a family owned business that they put on different running events. They have a ton of people that work there with a wealth of knowledge. One of my favorite parts about Footworks, by the way, guys, that you can't get at, you know, the old sports authority or Dick's sporting goods. They honor the shoes and guarantee the shoes. So if you take them out, run with them, and you find that you're having major pain, they have, I think, a certain amount of days, maybe it's 30 30 days or something, you can bring them back. I mean, that doesn't happen. When you leave a store and you spend like $30 on a pair of run shoes, which is impossible, you're not going to be able to bring them back if you went running. The major department stores or big company like Dick's Sporting Goods, you can't do that. They're not going to let you. Locally, local running shops, they want you to come back. And that's why for years, I think 10 years, I've been going to Footworks and I'm just never going to go anywhere else. Okay. So those are my top, you know, three major pieces of advice. Now, the second part of the run portion that I was going to say was if you've never run before, like you, if you've been a, a walker and you've never run and you want to start running, I would recommend getting a coach for a sprint. I would recommend looking into getting a, a coach. Why? Because nutrition is really important. Understanding nutrition, understanding how to pace yourself. Maybe you don't know how to swim. Maybe you need to get swimming lessons right back on that step one. Isn't it amazing when we as moms come together and support one another. So I just, I hope I can be that voice for you. I hope I can be that constant reminder for you. When I first took a a toe in the pool of triathlon, if you will, I didn't find at first a lot of moms like myself who had never done this and we're just starting out. So, you know, I'm going to share with you more and more different books, different people that I followed One person who, I have goosebumps, I found in the world of social media through the years, 
that I looked up to is going to be our next guest. So I remember shortly after uh, losing my mom, I made a pact to myself. I'm going to go ahead and sign up for this 70.3 in Boulder, Colorado, where my coach and his now wife, they were going to be married at the finish line. And I was losing motivation. I, I was really going through so much. I think back to that time now and I realize I was so depressed. I was in a marriage that was just dead and um, in a household where my poor children were just probably, I mean, surviving. We all were. We were all basically surviving. And, um, and I came across this individual who was in the middle. She was in the middle. This young athlete, she was in the middle of one of the most difficult triathlon events in the world. Okay. We've all heard Kona, Ironman, blah, blah, blah. This one. Oh my God. Okay. This individual was the first female to ever sign up, to ever sign up and show up. Okay. For this incredible event. It takes place in Lake Padarn, Wales, and they have various different distances. They have a half, they have a full. Okay. And it varies on those. It varies the distances as far as I think the run is where it might be a little bit shorter because there's this insane mountain. Okay. But there's more. There's the double, the triple, and the quin. And my next guest signed up, showed up, and took part in the triple. Okay, I'm going to share with you what the double distance is. The double is a 4.8 mile swim, guys. That's eight laps in this lake, this freezing lake. 224 miles on the bike <laughs> and a 40 mile run at the end. What? That's the double. What the heck is the triple? The triple is a 7.2 mile swim, that's 12 laps in this frigid water, then a 336 mile bike ride, huh? With a 65 mile run at the end. What? You're crazy. So she signed up for this. And when she was in the middle of this event, I was like complaining about swimming you know, 1500 yards in the pool. And here she was in the middle of seven, 7.2 miles swim. There's also another distance I did mention, Quinn, to share with you what that distance is. It's a 12 mile swim, guys, 20 freaking laps in that freezing lake, 560 mile bike and 120 mile run. Oh my gosh, crawl, 120 mile crawl. That's where I'd be. So needless to say, this individual, she is a badass. She is a freaking badass. And well, she's also an Ironman finisher, but that seems kind of insignificant considering all this that she participated in. She's a personal coach who is now ramping up a brand new series that she's bringing to everyone. And I can't wait for her to share it with you. 
in her episode. Her name is Hannah M. Conway. Hannah M. Conway came to my eyes as I was ready to just give up. And in watching this young lady, who is much younger than myself, take on these challenges as she was going through so much. I, you know, you see Instagram and you see glimpses of people and who they are. And I was piecing together this person who was on this incredible venture for herself. And yes, she had a team. She's going to share with us what that took. Um, and, and now she's on this next adventure in her life. She moved to Italy. I can't wait. I was so honored that she said yes to coming on the show. It's it's like I'm my kid who watches like a YouTube pers- personality and they get to, to have them and uh, interview them. So Hannah was amazing in sitting down and, and sharing with us her story in being the first female to even sign up for this crazy it's called a brutal extreme triathlon that's that's the name of the event brutal extreme yes absolutely brutal i'll let her share what she completed because it's really quite remarkable and that is the next episode that we have to look forward to so please keep those reviews coming over on apple podcast you can also always comment on the uh, videos that we make for these shows you can leave your comments in linkedin Instagram, and over on Facebook. Guys, make it a wonderful rest of your week or weekend. And don't forget to take your favorite beverage wherever you go. Stay hydrated, guys. Bye.